to hear an anointed, powerful word that will change your life from Treasure Coast Victory Center. Be blessed as your faith goes from one level of glory to another level of glory. And everything give thanks for this is the will of the Lord in Christ Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. And everything give thanks. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So good evening, everybody. So in uh, Matthew 24, Jesus is uh, seeing into the end days and he's prophesying. And he's saying in in those days... uh, there will be wars and rumors of wars. There will be earthquakes in various places. Uh, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be famine and pestilence in the earth. And all of this is the beginning of sorrows. He's not saying that. I don't, I don't have any inclination that he's saying that to the saints or to us today to discourage us. But he said that because he knew that in those times that there will be a people that are called after his name that will rise up in those days with their power and and with his power and with his glory to make a difference in those times. Hallelujah. That's um, Colossians 1, 27, 1 John 3 and 8. For Jesus Christ was made manifest that he would destroy the works of Satan. And if Jesus Christ was made manifest to destroy the works of the devil, then we evidently are, de- are uh, manifested to destroy the works of darkness. Amen. Amen. The rising gas prices, war in countries funded by America, raising our national debt, cancer, heart disease, coronavirus, hospital bills escalating, Homelessness, joblessness, families being devastated and torn apart, marriages in shambles. People are hurting. They want healing and they want answers. The anointing of Jesus Christ in us, which is the power of God and the strength of God, produces these answers. It creates supernatural circumstances that are not oppressive, but are actually enjoyable. Amen? And as we encourage others to receive that same anointing, to receive that same anointing, amen, receive, lambano, that same anointing, (laughs) it will allow us to take hold of, amen, it will allow us to take hold of the miraculous power of this miraculous God that we are talking about. And when this happens, the atmosphere here on earth becomes the atmosphere of heaven. The poor become rich. The righteous take power over the wicked. The sick become healthy and whole. The dead are raised to life. Signs, wonders, and miracles shall follow those who believe in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to talk tonight about having a miracle mindset. The miracle mindset is simply this. 
It's knowing that our God can do anything. Amen. <laughs> and there's absolutely nothing too difficult for our God. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Zilch, nada, zippo. <laughs> absolutely nothing. Nothing too difficult for our God. That's the miracle mindset, knowing in our minds that we are in alignment with a God who doesn't know the meaning of difficulty. Amen. I mean, he created the whole universe within six days. And it's, it's, it's perfect. Perfect temperature here on earth. You know, the sun is the exact correct place it needs to be. Uh, if it were a little closer, we'd all melt just a little bit further out. We'd probably all freeze to death. Amen. Amen. So it came all out of the, the wonderful word of God. Amen. In six days, as his word says. Last week, uh, when Millionaire Main Man was teaching on kingdom finances and by receiving by saying, he mentioned that phrase, which is the miracle mindset. And when he said that, it resonated in my spirit. I said, wow. I said, I haven't ever heard that package like that before. So this is the reason why I'm going to talk about the miracle mindset today. Now, we are reminded in Romans um, the 12th chapter, to be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds. And, it, and Paul is saying that is our reasonable service, that is our reasonable sacrifice as believers of God is to commit yourself to renewing your mind, to not be conformed to the ways of the world, the way the world's ideology is. Because right now what the world is doing they're calling males females and females males and things of that nature. So they're going after the identity of the man and the woman. They're mixing them up and causing great confusion. And our Bible, the Word of God, teaches that where there is confusion, there's every evil work. So we have to go back to the blueprint, blueprint which is the Word of God, and, set, and what the Word says that man was created in the image of God. Amen. And the woman was brought forth from the man. All right. And together they become one flesh so that they can work and operate as a family, as a, as a unit together to produce offspring. Amen. So it encourages us to be transformed. So how are we transformed? We're transformed daily, day by day. First thing in the morning, what you want to do is you want to take hold of that miracle mindset that God has made you a new creature in Christ Jesus. Amen. He has made you the first and not the last. He has made you blessed. He has called you blessed. Blessed everywhere you go. Blessed in the city. Blessed in the field. Blessed in your ingoing. Blessed in your outgoing. Blessed when you lay down and blessed when you get up. Amen. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. The miracle mindset says that my God can do all things, and I can do all things through him because he strengthens me. That is the miracle mindset. Now, we must also understand, believers, is that we are a triune being. God created the spirit 
of each and every one individual first. That was done in Genesis 1.26 that when God created man in his image and in his likeness. Amen. That was the spirit man. Then he formed him from the dust of the ground. Amen. That was the body, the physical. And then he breathed into Adam the breath of life, which is pneuma. And that man became a living soul. So it's the spirit, the body, and then the soul, as the Bible teaches. Amen? That's terrific. Give the Lord a shout of praise for that. Hallelujah. And behold, the miracle of life, man created in his image and likeness. God did something that was never done before. Not quite like the angels or any other created being. But a new creature with the similitude of God himself. So when Christ came to the earth, he redeemed us and put his Holy Spirit in us and imparted righteousness and holiness unto us. This is why salvation is the greatest miracle of all. We are now new creations through Christ Jesus. The best thing is that we can do, the best thing we can do is uh, pray for someone so that they can receive this salvation of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And also uh, move on God's behalf to get believers saved in the name of the Lord. Now, when we get saved, when we receive salvation, all of heaven is rejoicing because our names are written in heaven. So you might ask why? What exactly is a miracle? What in creation are we talking about? A miracle is an extraordinary act or event that takes place that is unexplainable and cannot be duplicated with natural means, scientific laws, and is therefore attributed to the supreme being, God Almighty. A remarkable event or development, an exceptional product or event, an outstanding achievement. In order to operate in the supernatural, miraculous power of our Lord, we must receive this promise by faith. Say this with me, church. Lord, Lord you said signs and wonders, said, signs and, wonders and, miracles and miracles will follow me, will follow me because, I believe it. because I believe it. Amen. That's Mark 16 and 17. If you have your Bibles, turn with me to Psalms 103. And when you're there, say amen. We'll start at the top. Amen. Praise the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Amen. Who satisfy thy mouth with good things so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. And he made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. 
Once again, he made known his ways unto, the, unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. His ways, his acts are miracles. Our father's ways, our father's acts are miracles. That's the way he made himself known to Moses. Moses had no power. Moses was stripped of his power in Egypt. He had no power. Until one day he met the God of the Hebrews. And God filled him with his power. And Moses became the superpower. Amen. That is the way and that is the act of God. The children of Israel, they were in bondage. They were in bondage for a long time. 400 years. It looked like they were never going to get out. Until one day the God of the Hebrews delivered them. And they got out. God delivered them. God made them number one, and they were probably last. Amen? He made them the first. He made them the head, even though many people were regarding them as as nothing. And when God delivered them, he also gave them great wealth. They came out with the gold and the riches and the spoils of Egypt. Amen. And then he brought them into a land flowing with milk and flowing with honey. Amen. Glory be to God. So he made known his ways to Moses. He made known his ways and his acts to the children of Israel. And his ways are miraculous. Amen. Praise the Lord. Now God is simply saying to us, miracle. Miracles are his way of life. Miracles are his lifestyle. And since we believe in his wonder-working power, they will soon incorporate into our lifestyle. We do not have to go seeking miracles. We seek the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness, and all is added to us. I'm going to say that again because it will save you a lot of time when you seek miracles. Seeking miracles is not a wrong thing. I think many of us have done that because they're exciting to see, you know, to see somebody whose leg is short and one is longer than the other and to see it actually grow out. That's exciting. You know, we were we were sitting in meetings like that when W.B. Grant was having meetings in uh, up in Atlanta uh, years ago. And uh, he he would work in 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 signs and wonders. Uh, So we've all done it. We've all sought miracles at, at one time or another. But. Understanding what we've been taught now is that it's we incorporate it in our lifestyle. And as God leads you to one victory after another victory, you'll soon realize that you don't really need a miracle. You may need it for somebody else because you're living. Amen. As kingdom believers, you're living in victory. He's led you to one victory after another. And now what's coming out of your mouth is, is creating a whole new reality to where you don't, you're not living in lack, you're not living in defeat, you're not living in, in want or anything like that. Anything, uh, any, any bad report attributed to you by the world, but you're living in a good place. Amen. Amen. But as a child of God, know that we have to know that we know that God is all about miracles. He loves to perform them because that's how he makes himself known. And people have to have experiential knowledge of who God is. And that's how we find out more about how God is and his power and knowing that he has unlimited power. 
So once again, we do not have to go seeking miracles. We seek the kingdom of heaven and its righteousness and all is added to us. Glory be to God. Because we serve a miracle working God, so many miracles have been revealed in his written word. A bush that burns but never is consumed. Red sea parting. Sun standing still. Water from a rock. Slaves set free. After 400 years in bondage to Egypt, the blind see, the deaf hear, the lame walk, and the dead are raised to life. Hallelujah. Walking on water, prisoners set free from prison, and the calming of the storm. As Psalm 41 says, as a deer panteth for the water, as it thirsteth. So we cry out and we thirst for you, O Lord. We must hunger and thirst for righteousness. Therefore, we will lead a life flowing with God's supernatural power. Amen. Now, when Jesus encountered blind, Bartima blind Bartimaeus, of course, we know that Jesus, uh, he did miracle, many miracles. He raised the dead. He brought the dead to life. He made the blind see. He made the lame walk. Amen. But when he encountered blind Bartimaeus in Mark 10 and 46, Bartimaeus was drawn unto Jesus um, while being in Jericho. And Jesus was, uh, he was, he was creating excitement all through the town of Jerusalem because of the, the acts and the ways in which he was doing and in which he was operating was supernatural. So uh, Bartimaeus, who had been blind since birth, he knew that his hour had came. He was expecting a miracle. He was expecting his miracle. I mean, imagine if you were blind all your life. All you know is darkness. All you know is people showing you, showing you the way, helping you out. But until one day, you have hope of restoring your eyesight. So he cried out. He sees Jesus. He sees, well, he senses Jesus. He senses his disciples. And he cries out to Jesus. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Right? And people are like trying to hush him up. Can you imagine how cruel people can be? Be quiet. You know, you're too loud. Jesus don't want anything to do with you. Just be quiet. Didn't stop him. Didn't deter him anything anymore. Didn't discourage him. He cried out even louder. Jesus, son of David, have mercy upon me. So Jesus had mercy upon him. Amen. And he received his sight. Jesus said to him, as your faith, as you have believed, so be it unto you. When he shouted, Jesus, son of David, that pulled on, on, on Jesus' heartstrings. That moved Jesus into compassion because what he said, his statement showed that he had faith on who Jesus was because of his relationship with David, because he was of the lineage of David. He was of the lineage of Abraham. He was the Messiah. Blind Bartimaeus knew that, and he shouted those words, and it moved Jesus 
His faith moved Jesus. Amen? Our faith can move Jesus. And blind Bartimaeus, he didn't have sight, but he had faith. And because he had faith, he gained his eyesight. Amen? So our faith is key to working in miracles, what we believe about the Lord. And more importantly than our faith, it has to be rooted and grounded in love. It has to be rooted. We, we talk relationships and stuff, but a relationship is not a healthy relationship if it doesn't have the love there. And that's many times when we read about Jesus, we see what, what, what causes Jesus to move is that he's moved out of heart of compassion because he wants all of his sons and daughters to be in wholeness. Amen. Nothing broken, nothing missing. Nothing delayed, nothing denied. Okay, wholeness, completeness, just like a whole pie. You know, somebody ever hand you a half a piece of pie? <laughs> like what, you know, you ever bought a, a, a pie and then only half of it is in there? No, you want the whole thing, right? Yeah, you want your healing. You want your finances to be correct. Because if the finances are broken, man, it's like send your mind crazy in different directions. But you want everything in the proper place. Everything fitly joined. Amen? Amen. Perfect peace, perfect joy, all these wonderful things. So it moved the Lord to compassion. And also, uh, Bartimaeus, he didn't let people stop him. He didn't let people discourage him, dissuade him. Amen? He just kept... He just kept going after what he knew he was going to receive, and he received it by faith. That's a good lambano, amen? amen. Hallelujah. Now, no matter if we see ourselves as dependent, a dependent person or independent, we must always depend on God's anointing. In Joshua 10, 12 through 14, it talks about a powerful miracle uh, that is done on behalf of Joshua. Now, Joshua in the Bible, he was mighty. He was powerful. He sought the kingdom of God every day. That's how he became powerful and mighty. Whenever the temple was there, whenever it was open, he was in the temple making prayers. Amen. He loved God's anointed leader, which is Moses, and um, he, did, he diligently carried out the orders that, that Moses had instructed them to do. So uh, being in the midst of a battle uh, in Gibeon, which is the northwest border of Jerusalem, he needed more time to gain the victory over the Amorites. He needed a little bit more time. So he asked, he asked the Lord of creation to make the sun stand still. Yeah. And God granted his protection. The, the wonderful thing about Joshua and his life is that you see that a man, a man who is divinely aligned with the will of the Lord. You know, he was committed every day. Didn't change you can tell he, he stuck to the game plan in renewing his mind and understanding 
who he was and what his purpose in God was. So when he spoke a word or when he spoke a, a prayer, God heard him and he got results because he needed those results because it was in God's will for him to have the land because that was a promise of God that he promised them that they will enter into a land flowing with milk and honey. So when Joshua released that word, God did it. And still to this day, scientists can go in and, and estimate that there was something that happened about 3,000 years ago that, you know, that uh, reflects that report in the Bible that the sun stood still. Okay. 1 John 5 and 14, we've been enjoined by the pastor to reflect on that scripture which states that if we ask if we ask the father anything anything according to the father's will he hears us and because he hears us we have the petitions that we ask for amen Joshua received that petition it wasn't delayed it wasn't denied but he received that petition glory be to God Let's turn to that scripture. I want to read that. 1 John 5 and 14. Okay, 1 John 5 and 14, and it states, And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Verse 15, And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petition that we desired of him. So we know healing is in his will. Joshua knew that the promised land was in his will. He knew it. For you to live in abundance is his will. For you to live in peace is, is in his will. For you to be in safety is his will. For you to be protected is his will. For you to be happy and healthy is his will. Amen. Beloved, above all things... I desire for you to be prosperous and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Above all things, that's one of the Lord's most greatest expectations that he can have for his sons and his daughters, is that they prosper and be in health, even as, they, as, even as their soul prospers. Amen? So he hears us. You don't have to doubt, Lord, did you hear me? Lord, um... I'm running out. I'm running out of this. I'm running out of that. I need this. I need that. Going to him over and over again. He hears you the first time. So it's the second time when you come around to the second time, just say, Lord, I thank you that you've heard me. I give you praise because you have heard me. And I can, I can just see it now. Everything's going to work out. Everything's going to be just fine. Everything's going to be just fine for my daughter. Everything's just going to be just fine for my son. Everything's just going to be just fine with my business. Everything's just going to be just fine. It's going to all work out. Because I know you heard me, Father God. And if, you, and if he hears you, he's going to grant the petition. 
Amen. Because he's righteous and he's a good God. And also, as a church of body, as a church body of kingdom believers, we have seen God move in the miraculous. We've seen cancer destroyed, mental health restored, vision restored, saved from surgery, health and healing restored, financial breakthroughs. The list goes on and on and on. The scripture says in James 5, the fervent effectual prayer of the Lord's righteous shall avail much. Amen? It avails much. And I wanted to share something with you guys tonight. Um, Patrick, can I get some assistance with those um, three pictures? And um, as you all know, we're living in a digital age, so things are changing. Um, It's changing the dynamic on how the gospel is spread and how the gospel is preached. And uh, the the word digital actually means uh, less than a second. So time as we know it is changing. The scriptures talk about that in Revelations chapter 10. There's, there's an angel that sets one foot on, on earth, one foot in the sea, and he raises his hands into heaven. And he says, time as you know it, you shall know it no more. Okay? So those are all indicators that now is the time for God. And we hear that. We hear things about the end times. I, I, I quoted Matthew 24 about there, there'll be wars and rumors of wars. You know, nations shall rise against nation. And we hear the end, the end, the end. If we're eternal, then there's no end for us as believers. Amen. It's the end for the devil. Okay. It's the beginning for it's the end of his world. It's the beginning for us, us kingdom believers. Okay. So this is something that I shared on Facebook. Okay, um, talking about prayer and using just using whatever's on in your in your hand, what the Lord leads you to use. Sometimes it could be a pencil, it could be a pen, it could be a computer. Moses had a rod, amen. I have a smartphone. You have a smartphone. All right. The tool I use is is simply Facebook. This was uh, September two thousand eleven. Just asking a few people to pray for the people in Texas, right? Knowing that we serve a supernatural God to whom nothing is too difficult. At that point in time, they were, and, and even now, they're still experiencing uh, things with drought. But they had went 71 days without any water. And they, they had temperatures exceeding like 100, 100 degrees. So I was like, man, that's not good. That's going in the wrong direction. Now, how many of you know that in Romans 8, 19, I believe it says that the whole earth travails for the manifestations of the sons and daughters of God? Why is the whole earth travailing? Because we're the ones that's supposed to replenish the earth with what's coming out of our mouth, what we declare, what we speak, what we prophesy, what we believe. Amen. So I just asked a couple of people, and as you can see, you know, Ain't nobody, hardly anybody thinking about prayer on Facebook, right? They're thinking about what, they, what they're going to eat, what they're going to make, what parties and stuff like that. But God put it on my heart every now and then to remind people, you know, of serious issues that we as saints and believers, we can, we can make a difference. We really can. I believe it. That's what the word says. 
with the spoken word or written word, which is a decree of the Lord. And so that's what I did. And let me have the next picture. So that was uh, the 14th. The, the next picture's got the green in it. Yeah. So this is a, a weather report. The, the next day, rain, fall, rain fell in Texas. Okay. And I, I, I logged it in my mental log back then. But now, because of digital technology, the Lord is helping us all. But we got to have people to take the time and piece it together. And then, of course, encourage one another. Rainfall. Now, people say, well, Ben, you think you're something. No, it's the Lord. Doing what God says do. And the word says, if, a, if one could put a thousand to flight, then two can put 10,000. Right. Maybe I'm sure people were praying already, but maybe we three or four or five people, we we're the ones that made the difference. Amen. Amen. So that people on earth are not suffering in lack. You know, they can't buy a cheeseburger because the cows are dying. You know, they can't get properly nourished because they don't have any rain. You, I mean, you can't even take a shower if, if it's if it's not raining. It's not a good thing. And then uh, the last one, uh, Pat, and I'll leave you guys alone. <laughs> All right. So that's just me in the same week thanking them, you know, and, and giving praise to the Lord that that rainfall hit. So I share that to, to just encourage the believers tonight. Whatever you're led by the Spirit to do, do it. Because that's what that's what that scripture. OK, again, Paul, the Apostle Paul telling us. The sons and daughters of God are led by the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is in there, and he will give you unctions because he knows all things. You know? and, and as we pray in unison and in agreement, that's where the powers of darkness are. That's how we hit those, those, those strongholds. And uh, again, I wanted to speak on that. It's not that God is withholding the rain. There's actually strongholds, demonic forces in the earth that are causing things like that to happen. Okay? But as, as we, as, as a body of Christ, as we understand more of our purpose and more what the church is designed to do, knowing that we, we are the sons and daughters of God and that we do have a plan and a purpose in the earth, then we'll do certain things. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll see greater and greater miracles. It'll, it'll increase. As Pastor Tom always teaches, that we're, we're not going to see revival come down. It's going to be from here Amen. outward. Absolutely. Amen. It's going to come from within. Hallelujah. As kingdom believers, we understand we are seated in heavy places far above all principalities, powers, mights, and dominions as Ephesians too has pointed out he's appointed us to rule in righteousness just as he daily makes intercession for us we are to pray without ceasing therefore transforming everything in our jurisdiction this is also revealed in John 17:22, Genesis 1:26, and Philippians chapter 2 miracles are released by us Primarily by speaking and praying God's word, speaking in tongues, decrees, 
writing God's promises down, declarations, speaking boldly God's will, prophecy, and preaching, and of course, the teaching of God's word. And we should be skillful in all of these. I believe the Lord is, is uh, impressing up on our hearts revelation and insight on how to go deeper with the Lord. And I'm sure you all here present tonight, you, you want to go deeper with the Lord. You want to hear the Lord in a, in a more clear way. Amen. You, and when you speak, you want your words to be filled and, and backed with power and knowing that the kingdom of heaven is back in you. And he, and he really is. You know, all, all of heaven is backing us in what we believe and what we stand on, saints. All of heaven is behind us. Amen. So I'm going to close out in prayer. Father, thank you for your ever-increasing anointing tonight, ever-increasing faith on your body of believers, not only here, Father God, but abroad. We know that uh, some couldn't be here tonight, and that's okay, Lord God. We bless them, Father God. We send forth your word that healeth all of our diseases. Hallelujah. We send forth your word, Lord God, to transform and to recreate and to make things new, Lord God. To make a crooked path straight, a rough area smooth, and a dry place uh, full of goodness, Lord God, full of your overflowing river, Lord, and not a drought, nothing lacking, hallelujah, but full of your goodness and your presence. We give you all the praise and glory for it tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Amen.